0: What's up? Vikram Deal here, the founder of the Real Estate Growth Academy. And today I want to talk about what really is going to help you impact your business in 2023. So let's just bring out the elephant in the room. You hate video. I hate video. We all hate video. No, I don't hate video because I've created the muscle memory to just do video, right? I don't love to do video, but I also want to get my message out to people that want to hear it, right? I want to help my clients. I want to help my prospects. I want to help people learn, but I can't do that if I'm not going to get and put myself out there. Does that make sense? Right? Like I can't help people if I'm sitting scared in a hotel room in Chile, not doing my content. Right? So here's what I want you to think about. What if you would have started to do what you knew you needed to do to build your brand last year? Right. Let's say you started out the year by putting out one or two pieces of short form content and one or two pieces of long form content every week. Right. We didn't judge the content. We just put it out there. Right. I made some videos, y'all, that had so much heat. Right. People calling me names, stupid, you're a moron. Oh, you put a lot of stuff in that video, but you didn't really say anything. Who cares? right? You go click on their profile and you see that these people have a fake picture, right? They have zero posts, 100 followers. And these are the people, these trolls are the people that we tend to be afraid of. But the people who love you, care about you, know you, know who you are, know your intelligence. They're like, dude, I love your content. We forget about those people. So I want you to take a second. I want you to think if I would have started creating content last year on january 1st and i started out with one or two pieces right times 50 years, 50 weeks i'm gonna give you two weeks off right i'm gonna say you guys take some time to go to patagonia take some time to go to the rockies take some time with your family take time to take time off right but you start getting better at it and maybe from one to two you start going to two to three or three to four or four to five because you're like oh this is getting easier I know what I'm going to say. Oh, I'm already prepped. Oh, wow. People are actually responding after six or seven months. Now, it might be faster. It might be slower. It doesn't really matter. If you commit to a five-year plan that I'm just going to make content, two to three videos every week, right? Short form, two to three long for YouTube, and just see what happens. What do you think would happen, right? Pause the video, write down. What do you think would happen if I started creating three to four pieces of content per week? What do you think your business would look like now? Would there be more business? Would there be a bigger brand? Would you be more confident on the camera? Would you be more confident making video? Would you have learned to express yourself better? Would you be a better overall communicator with your potential prospects, which is a byproduct that you accidentally get more business because? As you start to develop your voice and as you listen to your videos, you're like, wow, I'm really not maybe as good of a communicator as I thought I was, or wow, I'm actually a much better communicator than I thought I was, right? What if you started to do these things and a byproduct was that even if you get, let's say you get zero leads, this is what people never think about, right? These are what my private clients don't think about. These are what my top clients in the real estate growth academy don't think about. I said, guys, When you start to do content, what happens is you start to develop your voice and you start to listen to yourself. Unfortunately, nobody likes the sound of their voice, right? We never like it. We like everybody else's voice. We don't like our voice, which is weird. They start to get more business because they now understand their tonality. They understand how fast they speak. They understand whether they're stuttering without creating the stutter, right? We teach tonality and when to stutter, when not to stutter within the Roth Academy. We talk about how to use your tone, when to be overly excited, when to be underly excited, when to just be kind of stoic, right? They start to work on that. And by accident, even if they got zero leads, by accident, what happens, they get more business. So would you be okay, right? If, would you be okay that even if your social Platform caused zero leads in the first six months, nine months, 12 months, 18 months, but you started to develop your voice, which made you a better communicator. Would you be okay with that? I think you probably would, right? So, like, there are many byproducts. Now, let's say that your social starts to take off, right? And you start to get one, two, three, four leads, right? And you start converting those leads into appointments and you start taking those appointments into sales, I am confident that within six to 12 months, you can replace one lead source, if not two lead sources by creating content consistently. So let's unpack what kind of content I believe you should be making in 2023 and where should you be posting it? So first type of content you should be making is market updates, right? You have a hyper local market right now, you might have Dallas, okay? Let's just use a big city. You might have Dallas, but within Dallas, there are certain neighborhoods, right? Within Dallas, there are people upsizing and downsizing. There's condos, there's first-time home buyers, there's upset buyers, there's down buyers, right? There's older people, younger people. There's all these different niches. You should pick one or two. See, what happens is, is that we think as, as salespeople, we think that if we, niche down we're going to lose a lot of potential business and that's actually the wrong way to think about it if you start to become hyper focused on one to two neighborhoods right guess what you become an expert in the neighborhood you start going to coffee shops in the neighborhood people start to see you in the neighborhood you start finding other agents to do open houses in the neighborhood you do videos on the restaurants in the neighborhood the parks in the neighborhood you interview the principals for the schools in the neighborhood guess what this is information people want to know about You start talking about why people who are moving to Dallas should live in this neighborhood versus that neighborhood, right? You talk about the different quality of life things in the neighborhood. You talk about the different outdoor activities, right? Like one of my buddies who actually lives in Dallas, he's a huge cyclist, huge cyclist. The reason why he wanted to live in the neighborhood he lived in, there was two reasons. One was, uh, actually there was three. One was the schools, right? They had the best schools he's got. Four kids, five kids. He got a lot of kids. Think four kids. Four kids. That schools were super important. Number two, there was a huge cycling and outdoor community, which he liked, right? So he's got the kids taken care of. He's got himself taken care of. His wife's also into outdoor activities she's taken care of, right? And then it was super safe, right? Now, it also happens to be one of the nicer neighborhoods in town. So out of the four or five neighborhoods he was looking at, this was the winner because of those reasons. If you know these things, don't you think that's going to have an impact on the people that want to talk to you, right? Now, if you have to learn all of this stuff about 50 neighborhoods and you're just getting into it, don't you think that's going to be a lot harder? You're going to be a generalist versus a specialist. Guess what? Doctors who are generalists make less money than doctors who are a specialist, right? My dad's a doctor. He's a PhD, but he speaks. Specializes in wellness. So even though he's just a general family doctor, and I say just, he's a general family doctor. Those doctors make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. But because he specializes in wellness, hyperbaric chambers, supplements, this, that, and the other, he makes five times more probably than the average general doctor. Why? Because he has a specialty. So you should have a neighborhood specialty. You should have niches that you specialize in, right? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Our Agent Podcast, the number one real estate podcast in the world. If you could do us a quick favor, we don't monetize this. All we ask is that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It helps us reach more real estate agents with great information on how they can win in their local market today. If you go over to iTunes, leave us a quick review, write up something quickly that would mean the world to Vickerman and I. Let's hop into the show. Start creating content about the neighborhood. Hey, guys. Today, I'm here at the park. Um, the reason why I really love this park is because of blah, 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 blah. You know, some of the things that you guys, you know, if you got young kids between the ages of eight, the blank, this is a great place. But if you have older kids between eight, to, you might not want to come to this park. Or if there's certain parks, like when I was a kid, there were certain parks that you just didn't go to at night. Why? Because all the kids would go there, drink beer, smoke weed. How do I know? I was one of those kids. So you could also say like, hey guys, during the day, this park's really good, but at nighttime, right? This is a place where you want to avoid, not because it's not safe. It's just because there's a bunch of kids out doing drugs and drinking, right? Now, I don't know what the kids do these days, where they do it at, but these are things that people would want to know. These are things that a specialist would know about, right? Your heart surgeon, right? Only works on heart. He knows about the rest of the body, but he specializes on hearts. You know about the city of Dallas, but you specialize in the one neighborhood or the two neighborhoods right? You have your specialty. So start thinking about that. Start thinking about, okay, if I really want to break into this neighborhood, who can I interview? Well, there's restaurants, coffee shops, dry cleaners. You guys, I'm in Santiago, Chile. This is my fourth, fifth city now in 90 days. Guess what? Finding a dry cleaner has been incredibly difficult, right? So I have to take my shirts, my nice shirt to a laundromat. I hate it, right? Like I don't like taking my nice shirts there but I got to also clean them and I don't want to wash them. So what are you going to do, right? So having a dry cleaner is something that when people move into neighborhoods, right? When my mom and dad moved into their new neighborhood 30 years ago, they were the first ones in the neighborhood. As other people started moving into the neighborhood, these are questions that they asked. Hey, where do you take your clothes? Because everybody lived on this side of town and then they moved all the way to the other side of town. They didn't know where to take their laundry and they didn't want to take it all the way over here to their old dry cleaner right it's like the everyday things like hey i know there's a you know the big chain coffee shop i don't want to give them any more publicity because i like them there's a big name coffee shop where's the local little cute coffee shops where's the little cafes that we can go and have lunch with our girlfriends get a glass of champagne on sunday right where can we take our kids to hang out right these are things that people want to know where are the gyms like everybody knows where the big boxes are but where are the little like boutique gyms Where's the little Pilates studios, right? These are things people want to know about, right? Like, where can we go to help educate people about the neighborhood? Guess what? Google and YouTube also love hyper-local stuff because people search where best gyms in Dallas, best restaurants in this neighborhood, best restaurants here. That's exactly what I do. That's how I find where to go eat. Best things to do for New Year's in Santiago, Chile. Best things to do in this neighborhood in Chile, right? That's what people do in Dallas, in New York, and LA, right? Miami. So think about how we can really educate the consumer. And guess what? People love to know about this stuff. People love to have the chef, right? Like that's why those shows make so much money, right? I think it's like Bobby Flay or something. I don't know. But that's why they make so much money. So that's the first type of content, right? Talk about the neighborhood right? The second type is talk about market updates, right? Market updates. What's actually happening in this hyper-local neighborhood, right? What's going on? How many houses are for sale? Is it changed from last year? Is it changed from 2018, right? Know the history of this market, not just know the market, know the history of the market, right? Hey guys, we're, we're seeing inventory levels like around 2018. We're seeing sales around 2019. 2019 was actually a really good year, It wasn't like 2021 and 2022. It was a really good, solid year. Hey, here's what we're seeing for sellers. Days on market went from 2022 at the height of the market from 17 days, now we're at 48 days, right? Give them a real expectation, right? Prices went from, you know, an all-time high, right? We're at an all-time high last year. In 2022, we're at an all-time high in most neighborhoods, right? Now we're back at 2020 prices, which was still insanely high, right? Like whatever it is, like start to learn the history so that you can educate people. So not just like the news, hey, there are 70,000 houses on the market and um, that's lower, that's higher than what it was last year. And we're in a crash, right? They don't know anything. They're just a bunch of talking heads that just read off of a teleprompter. They're not specialists, they're generalists, right? The person on the news channel that your client, your prospect is getting their information from is not even a generalist. They're just a head talk. You go talk to them at a party. A lot of them are not that bright, but they know how to speak and articulate. They look good on camera and then you get them off camera. You're like, there's really not a lot of substance there. And that's who's educating your consumer. Kind of scary. So market updates, right? And just do the same stats every week. Do the same stats every week. You might throw in like an additional stat, but do the same stats every week. Every Monday, market update, market update, market update. Mondays are market updates. Super simple. Wednesdays, you do a tour with like somebody in the neighborhood. Maybe you don't do that every week because that takes editing power, right? And you're going to overthink it. And who am I going to talk to? And how am I going to make time for all this stuff? So Maybe you do like a, a, a restaurant every couple of weeks, like once a month, right? But you can do a park easily. You can do a you know, like what you like about the neighborhood, right? Pick one thing and make a quick five-minute video. That's great long-form video content for YouTube, right? The third type of content you can create for, and I'll give you like a couple more because then we got a jam. The third type of content you can create is everybody loves going into homes, right? So tour new construction, tour resale, right? Tour all the homes in your marketplace, the high price homes, The lower price homes, like this is what the high price per square foot is going to get you. This is what the low price per square foot is going to get you, right? Look at the differences. This is what the condos, if you have condos in your market, look like, right? Start showing people the neighborhood. Everybody loves to see behind the neighbor's curtains. So show it to them, right? Give them what they want to see, right? Like those are three really easy ideas. Like those are actually, so like a lot more than three ideas in these, but there's a lot of things right there right? Okay. Here's a fourth one. Deal of the week, right? This is just your pick. That's the deal of the week, right? It doesn't have to be the best deal. It's just the one that you like the most, right? Or this is like my favorite listing of the week, right? Just pick creative and it makes you become like somebody that has something to offer. People, start, people are going to want to see what the real estate agent's pick of the week is. I would want to see that. Like, Hey, why is this your pick? Oh, I really love this house because of the kitchen. It opens up to here. Oh, I really love this house because it's a great neighborhood. It's a great entry point. It can be torn down. You can remodel it and live in here for a couple of years. It's got a great lot. It backs up. It has a great view, right? And you can get in the neighborhood. So if you're looking for an entry-level home to get in the neighborhood, this would be it, right? Oh, I really love this house because of the the bathroom, the master bathroom. Like I love how it feels like a spa. They have a soda or... I love the bathtub in there, right? I love the tile in there. Oh my God, I picked this house because of the bathroom wallpaper, right? Even though it's really basic, it's super da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Like you guys can start to do things that aren't very difficult and they're things that you're already doing, right? You're already doing this stuff, right? And when you first start out, just go buy a selfie stick. Like literally I used to carry a selfie stick and I used to record myself. Oh wait, I still do that. Right. I was in Patagonia and in, uh, in the, the Petit Moreno gl- Glacier and there was a family in front of me and the mom was just laughing. She's cracking up. She was talking so much shit. She's like, at the end of it, we we finished the tour and we're doing like the whiskey and the water and the you know thing with the glacier ice and everything. And she goes, you were hilarious. And I'm like, why? She's like, you're just talking to yourself. I was like, I'm by myself. I don't have anybody else to talk to. She goes, it's hilarious. And you didn't have a selfie stick. She's like, at least we have selfie sticks. And we're like, we're not professionals, right? The family's like, are you an Instagram influencer? And I'm like, sure, why not? Like, who cares? We had fun. It was joyful. They were taking pictures for me. After a while, they became my photographers, right? Guess what? When you go into a house and there's another agent and you're promoting their listing, they're gonna be like, hey, do you want me to film for you? Do do, do you want some help? They'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? Guess what, you guys? It's not that hard, right? But you're thinking about, I want to go viral. I want to get leads, right? You're thinking about, I want it to give me results instead of I just want to get it done. Just start doing it. Just start doing it and the business will start to come to you. I promise, start to do it and the business will come to you, right? Those are some quick ideas that you can do. Now, you're gonna ask me, well, what kind of style should we use? Well, if you go follow my buddy Zachary Loft, right, you'll see that he's crazy. He's like running around, dancing, jumping, super high energy, all over the map, millions of hits, right? Because people want that energy, right? If you follow my friend Glenda, she does more of like the talking to the camera stuff. She's still the number one agent on TikTok right? So there are way, way too many ways to do it. But what you'll see is that as you do it more and more and more and more, you'll start to develop your own style. And your style will allow you to kind of see which way you want to roll, right? Or maybe your audience likes this video versus that video. So you're like, oh, I'm going to do more of these videos, right? Maybe your audience likes it when you talk wild and crazy versus calm and collected. Okay, so now you have data. But that takes time to develop, right? So your style will show up the way that you want. One of my clients, Dawn, right? She's hilarious. She's hilarious. And she's like, Vic, I don't know. It's a little out there. Like, I don't know if people are going to like it. And I'm like, the people who like you, Dawn, are going to like it. The people who like some other agent are not going to like it. So you guys, the power of YouTube, the power of Instagram, the power of TikTok. TikTok might be banned you know what like TikTok might be banned but it's still powerful right but it might get banned like there's all sorts of talk about it so you know just remember like we got to be willing to play on multiple platforms over time over time not right now over time pick one stick with it and your platform might get deplatformed, right and if that happens that's why we have to you already have the content to put on a new platform right so like You don't have to worry about it. It's like, okay, this one got shut down. We're going to move to this one. This one gets shut down. We're going to move to that one. It doesn't really matter, right? So don't worry about those things. What you should only think about is two to three short form, two to three long form, right? Long form, you probably need only one or two, right? Short form, you can get two or three. It's a little bit easier, but just start out with one to two and then work your way up. You guys, if you do this, right? If you do this, I guarantee you, you will replace one lead source by the end of the year and if you do it consistently and you put effort into it and it's not just like oh vikram said to do it so i'm going to do it you could potentially make this your number one lead source one of my clients uh dallas right out of vegas is crushing it he probably brought on um 20 listing he probably did 20 listing appointments if not more just from his youtube and instagram channel right think about that 20 plus listing appointments most agents don't do twenty listing appointments in their whole career. He did one two years into the business, right? He just got onto social, right? And he's not like super crazy outgoing. He's just like totally chill, right? He's just like, hey, I'm Dallas Tong. Here's my video. Now his videos are getting a lot better, right? They've been getting a lot better. They're a little bit more, you know, like his home tours are pretty sick. They're, but they didn't start like that, you guys. They didn't start like that. He started out just. Basic, right? Just like everybody else. And then he saw what worked. And over time, he's adapted. He's adapted. But guess what? He still got business from his first video. So if you're on the fence about building a brand, stop. You got to build your brand. You have to do it. There's just no more excuses, right? If you don't build your brand now, there's some little punk, asshole, 22 year old that doesn't know shit about Shat. It's going to take your business because people are going to see him online and be like, oh, we really like this guy. And he's just a pompous little punk that turned on the video and said, hey, what's up? Look at the neighborhood. Here's the market updates. I don't know what the hell I mean. Because he's 22 years old, just out of school, maybe. Doesn't really know about finances or life. But guess what? He will learn and make a ton of money because he made videos. And his clients are going to educate him because they don't know the difference. They just see him online, consistently showing up, consistently showing up, consistently showing up. Like, oh, it's time to buy a house. We'll just call up Ricky. And you'll be like, what the hell? Why why did Ricky get the business? Because people saw him, all right? So if you want some help growing your brand, if you need some help with growing your sales in 2023, right, and you'd like some outside help, um, just drop a message and my team and I will get back to you, right? I do run the Real Estate Growth Academy. I have a couple of spots that I do private clients as well. Um, I'm also part of Real Brokerage, which is an amazing opportunity to get in. Imagine if you got into EXP seven years ago, right? Imagine if you had that opportunity. You'd be like, oh my God, if I would have got in seven years. Well, now you have that opportunity with Real. And my business partner, right? An ex-business partner, Sharon Tribata, friend for decade, is now the president of the company. And let me tell you, whatever he starts, he blows up. So this is going to just explode. There's going to be a ton of opportunity. So I can't wait to help you guys some more. If you like this content, share it with a friend. And uh, let's make 2023 our best year ever. Peace.